Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello there. You are listening to episode 292 of Sexology podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. And today we're doing something slightly different. I've been surveying our followers on our sexology podcast, Instagram account. And the questions that we get are often come from cisgender heterosexual men that they want to become, they would like to become better lover in the bedroom. So I contacted few of my favorite sex educators, therapists, coaches, physicians, psychologists to tell us some of their favorite tips and tricks when it comes to having a powerful sexual experiences with, with the partners, especially these tips, as I mentioned, are for cisgender men who are having sex with women. That's the only reason we're doing this is because we got lots of questions. Before we're going into this episode, I want to invite you to attend my two-hour workshop this weekend. If you have erectile dissatisfaction, you have performance issues, you want to be able to train yourself to better time your climax, this workshop is for you. The title is Seven Tactics for Achieving Optimal Performance Without Medication. The workshop is live, but you also have the option of attending it completely anonymously if you want. You can send us your questions ahead of time, or you can ask them live. You're also welcome to bring your partner in the session, or you can rewatch it with your partner. My invitation for you is definitely think about attending it. I have a very interesting and fun bonus that I'll talk about at the end of the episode. All right, so first tip come from Michael Castleman. Michael has been at the forefront of health, wellness, and sexuality journalism for almost 50 years. He has a number of different books, but my favorite one is his recent book, Seizing Sex for Life. I love his book so much that I have three copies that I often lend to my clients. So here's the tip from Michael Castleman. Any size penis can provide great pleasure to the man it's attached to. And most women enjoy vaginal intercourse. But if you want to please women sexually, it's a lot less about your penis than about her clitoris, which you stimulate by hand or mouth. Only a small fraction of women are consistently orgasmic during vaginal intercourse. Most men don't know this. Most men think that if you have intercourse long enough, she's going to come. Not true. Only a small fraction of women are consistently orgasmic from intercourse. Most need, the vast majority of women, need direct clitoral stimulation every time. Now, the clitoris has a wide range of sensitivity. Some women like firm pressure on it. Other women prefer gentle pressure. And some women, the clit is so sensitive, you can't touch it at all. You have to stimulate around it. How are you going to know? Ask. Ask your partner what kind of clitoral stimulation she enjoys. Many women who like gentle stimulation, as they approach orgasm, they like it a little firmer. 
The second tip is from Dr. Jed Kaminsky. Dr. Kaminsky is recognized as top urologist in New York City. Dr. Jed is a clinical assistant professor at NYU Medical Center and a board-certified urologist at University Urology, one of the largest urology practice in New York City area. He has a very interesting and timely advice for us. Here's the tip from Dr. Jed Kaminsky. Hi, thank you for the opportunity to participate in this. I, I thought a lot about what my one tip for cisgendered heterosexual men would be, and I thought about talking about premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction, other problems we see, be it uh, Peyronie's disease, low testosterone. But I, I decided to talk about something that's a little more timely in today's age when where it's a lot of talk about reproductive rights and access to abortion. So my tip is to men, if you've decided you don't want to have children anymore, consider a vasectomy. Uh, men need to take responsibility for birth control. Uh, abortion is, uh, is no longer going to be accessible to, to many women in this country. So a vasectomy is a good, permanent, yet reversible form of birth control. Uh, we've done 3,500 vasectomies in my office uh, under local anesthesia. They generally take about 10 minutes. There's no sexual side effects, no change in erection, orgasm, ejaculation. What we're doing is cutting off the flow of sperm, which comes from the testicles to the uh, ejaculate. So the sperm makes up only 1% to 2% of the total ejaculate volume. So you won't notice any change. There's really no long-term side effects. It's a simple, safe procedure done under local anesthesia. You should go into this being pretty certain you don't want to have children, but keep in mind that it is reversible. So that's my uh, one tip. Consider a vasectomy. Take responsibility for um, preventing pregnancies if that's what you want to do. And if you have anyone has any further questions, you can reach out to me at jckamenetsky at gmail.com, universityurology.com. We're doing virtual visits about all sexual health uh, issues. Our next guest is Katie Ziskin. Katie is a licensed marriage and family therapist in Florida and Connecticut a yoga therapist for complex trauma, and she's Gottman Level 2 certified therapist. You can find her at wisdomwithinct.com, and she has two very interesting and powerful tips for men. One tip for a heterosexual cisgender male is to know that it's so important to invite curiosity and playfulness around sexual experiences. It can be really hard to kind of clear your mind and get in the mindset for a sexual pleasurable experience when you're flooded with responsibility. So having open communication with your partner is going to be really helpful. Also, see if you can spice up your sex life by trying different sex toys, different lubricants, even having sex in different environments. When I say sex, I'm talking about sexual experiences as a whole. So, you know, maybe planning something fun in a dressing room or going outside into a your backyard or a different room in your house like the kitchen and spicing things up in that way. 
If you're a heterosexual cisgendered male, it's also important to know that if you have a partner who is a vulva owner, their body is going to take about 45 minutes to get sexually aroused, where a heterosexual male or a cisgender male may be able to get aroused within five to seven minutes. So being able to stay curious and positive with your partner's body is going to be really helpful for keeping the mood light and fun. Another tip for heterosexual cisgender males is to talk about sex sexual experiences after you've had them. So once you and your partner have had a sexual experience together, take some time to intimately process the different feelings that have come up for both of you. Talk about your favorite parts of that experience, what parts of your body you really enjoyed being touched, you know, what parts do you want to add into your next experience? you know, what you really deeply enjoyed your partner doing to you and how you really saw your partner as such an attractive being in that moment and really start to create this beautiful memory, this positive memory and elongate the conversation about the past positive sexual moment. And you might find that even invites foreplay or teasing or kind of more of these thoughts to develop in your mind because we know that being open sexually is in part a mindset. So we have to be mentally ready and mentally open and talking about sexual experiences, no matter what's happened, can be very positive. Tip number four is coming from Eric Everhart. Eric was our guest on episode 271 and is one of the top paid and most recognized performers in adult film of last two decades. He has won numerous male performer awards and been enriched in Hall of Fame for a number of different organizations. His website is ericeverhart.com. We need to be a certain level of relaxed in order for our penises to engorge. You know, our penises are like sponges and, and there are things that will tell your, your sponge not to get hard. Like if you're in a state of fight or flight, if you're scared, some part of you thinks uh, we better not do this right now because we've got other things that we're thinking about, then it's, it's going to interrupt that process. So performance old things, you know, dissatisfaction with the relationship. You know, if the partner is complaining a lot in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself or threatening to end the relationship or ending the relationship or, or shaming you or being really distant or, or just being themselves and you've got a bunch of things that are, are bothering you and you haven't voiced them and you're afraid to voice them, that if you say the thing that he or she is going to leave you, and those kinds of things where you, you want to think about it like you're bringing that into the bedroom or, or wherever you're having sex, you're bringing that into the car or the park or wherever, but you're bringing that energy into the bedroom. And those aren't turn-ons, you know, those are different than, hey, let's put on some nice music. Let's talk about something erotic. Like being worried about a breakup um, is not hot. Uh, most of the time, somebody might have a kink that like a breakup kink. I've actually never heard of that, but they might. But most people that I've ever met do not. And it's a big turn. And, and it again, it puts you it puts you in the wrong state of mind for it. Next step is come from Tim Norton. Tim was a guest on episode 190 and he is a Los Angeles based sex therapist working in private practice and host of a podcast on erectile issues 
and male sexuality hard conversations. Here's Tim's recommendation for us. At the end of the day, it still will come down to mindset. And it's your ability to be able to block out all the noise, all the distractions, anything else, and just focus on you. So if you can, if you can channel your focus into, first of all, not hearing or, or seeing anything else other than yourself. And then if you can purely focus on the sensations of your dick, then you've got a real good shot because I've always said, you know, from my experience, I really broke it down to you having as a man, you've got two separate hard-ons. So one I call the, 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 the erection of the mind. And then the other one is the physically created and they are 100% separate. Like I have completely separated them in my life. Right. And the problem is most men collapse them into one. So as soon as a guy doesn't get hard, he doesn't have the erection of the mind happening. He freaks out. Oh my God, my dick doesn't work. It's like, wait, hold on a second. You know, if I relied on that for my career, I would have had a career for a week. Amazing. Because, because here's the thing, like in any guy could try this at home, right? Monday, even pick the same time, pick one o'clock in the afternoon, take Monday, go make out with your girlfriend, see what happens. Maybe you get a heart on your pants. Maybe you don't. Now try it Wednesday. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. So the problem with the, with the psych- psychologically created hard on is that it's not reliable and it's not repeatable. We don't know when it's going to happen and we don't really know what triggers it because we could have the same stimuli. And today it's like, oh, for whatever reason, your body says, I'm super horny. Like this thing is literally wanting to burst out of your genes and then the next day, nothing. And you then there would be no rational reason why. So I always say, like, if you can cultivate that, great. Don't rely on it and don't stress out about it if it doesn't happen. Because if you focus on skill, the power of skill jerking off and you just purely focus on the sensations you're having, which is a maneuvers of consciousness thing that I talk about. Next, we have Caitlin Wee. Caitlin is a sex and relationship coach who helped men become amazing lovers and incredible partners. Kate was our guest on episode 137, and she teaches us how we can breathe correctly in the bedroom and outside the bedroom. So I like to start with the breath. And the reason that I start here, there's so many benefits to just learning how to breathe correctly. The core of the breath that I teach is just breathing into the belly. So most of us, we're walking around all day, every day, whether that's going to work or, you know, I live in a city, so there's constantly things happening around me. There's tons of people, there's ambulances all the time. I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard one uh, (laughs) since we've started (laughs) recording. Um, And so we're, we're constantly surrounded by stress, you know, uh, things that allude to danger. And even even if we live a relatively stress-free life, we still are not taught how to breathe correctly. And so we're most of us walking around with shallow, short breaths that stay up towards the upper third of our lungs. And so when we learn how to breathe correctly, breathe into our belly, breathe all the way down as deeply into our lungs as possible, we actually change the amount of oxygen that we're able to absorb into our body and into our blood. It changes our emotional and mental state and our physical state. And I'll save the sort of like longer anatomical explanation. But the truth is when you take belly breaths, deep slow, steady breaths, you actually activate an entirely different nervous system that is closely associated with your genitals and with sexual pleasure. And you can actually immediately 
immediately access longer times to ejaculation. So just by breathing correctly, which is sort of like sensate focus, a timeless technique, by breathing correctly, you can instantly create, and you know, I've seen men go from two minutes to five minutes immediately. I'm talking like overnight from one session to the next, just by learning how to breathe appropriately. And then we build off of that. Like that is the that is the core technique, whether you're alone, whether you're solo practicing or whether you have a partner, you know, tapping into and using your breath as a tool to change your physical, mental and emotional state and to also help you to become present with what's going on in your body. Lastly, we have one of my favorite sex educator, Frederick Zhao. Frederick's sexuality education work has focused upon erotically marginalized communities, partnerships, and individuals since 2006 by teaching the art within sexual acts in private lessons, semi-public and private events, and workshops in Oregon, Washington, California, British Columbia, and via Zoom. He was our guest in episode 266. How can you move from the mundane, frustrating, upsetting world into being present into the sacred world? That idea of connection and oneness, maybe with your partner, but oneness with yourself, with what you want to be. And so how can you turn those things off? And so there are many ways you can do that. There's a Tantra workshop I went to years ago where someone, the, the instructor gave us a homework assignment. So like when you first met someone, when you first started dating someone, as soon as you saw them, you rushed to each other. You want to kiss each other. You'd make out for a whole bunch, but eventually you're in this relationship. You're like, hey, how's your day? All right, I'm going to go do the thing. I'm going to take out the trash, whatever. But if you can, try to connect for just three seconds with your partner every single time that you see them again, right? If you have a puppy or, well, maybe not a kitten, but if you have a puppy, like they, they like run down the stairs and they're like, oh my God, you've been gone forever. You've only been gone for five minutes. But in their mind, you've been gone forever. They're so excited. And so to have that enthusiasm, to welcome someone into a space, to let them know that you care and that you're pausing all the chaos of your life to be present with them just for three seconds, whether that's to hold each other, whether that's to look into each other's eyes, whether that's to kiss, whether just to take someone's coat off or, or shake off their umbrella, whatever this three seconds and then in the bedroom what are the things you can do like some people like candlelight if that helps you get in the mood awesome use candlelight if you like music use the music use whatever it can it takes to help you move into the space you want to be in move through the threshold from the mundane into the sacred space and so there are also there are physical ways you can do that, right? There's this huge art of burlesque, right? So maybe you are disrobing, maybe you're taking off your clothing in some sexy manner in the way of burlesque, or maybe your partner's taking off your clothing in a sexy burlesque manner, right? Burlesque can be partnered. It doesn't have to be solo. And so maybe that's one way of doing it. Maybe it starts with, you know, brushing your fingers through someone's hair, right? The, the, the movies always talk about like, go in for the kiss. And some of the movies, the more wise movies, 
what I really love is they're like, go in for 80% of the kiss. Like go to initiate to let someone know that you're interested in kissing them, but don't kiss them. Hover right before you're actually going to make contact. Let them then come to you, right? Initiate their brain, initiate the idea of kissing, initiate the idea of flogging, initiate the idea of fucking, but don't push it. Initiate it to conjure those idea in the other person and conjure up their reciprocity, conjure up they're meeting you, literally physically meeting you in that passionate act. And then what is the next thing you want to do or the other person wants to do? And then initiating that, but waiting, hovering, allowing the other person to move into that space with you. And so there are many ways you can do this. Like there's a ritual, which I like to do on a monthly basis when I'm in a longer term meaningful partnership, where I actually like to create a, a ring of fire out of candles Mm. And us being naked inside that ring of fire to be able to have heartfelt connection, to be able to emotionally share what is going on in our relationship. And then we're in that space until the candles burn down, both because it's kind of neat to wait for that to happen and because of the safety aspect that if you start tumbling around all sexy, sexy with a whole bunch of candles around, you can let, let your hair on fire. So, you know, making sure that you push the candles out of the way or that they go out before you start tumbling around on the ground. What are the things that you can do? You know, maybe uh, your partner likes to have a, a glass of bourbon or maybe they have slippers that they like to put on and take off their shoes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know which one of these tips and recommendations you liked better. You can contact us in our social media account at Sexology Podcast. And also, I have a very exciting news. So if you sign up for a live workshop this weekend on achieving optimal performance, as a bonus, you will receive a tantric practice workshop and training by Frederick Zal. As a gift, you can watch it alone or with your partner and they teach us step by step what you need to do to bring sensuality in your bedroom. I hope I'll see you in the workshop and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.